The South Congress podcast is a lifestyle show that sometimes crosses over into mature territory. The views expressed are those of the host and guests who come from different backgrounds and experiences. Listener discretion is advised. Give the people what they want. That is actually what the people want. I know. It's and crazy. I, I, it's, I think why. it's fun. I don't know why either. <laughs> I'm like, That's guys. actually what they want. It's like, I'm boring as fuck, but whatever, man. <laughs> okay, so do you have a song this week? Because I have a song this week. No, I really don't. I didn't cue it up though. So, like. I'll play it. I'm gonna play it. Okay. You remember this? I do, luxurious. Were you outside when this was popping? When IMX was popping? Remember when it was popping? Oh. Yeah. Oh, it's not doing it for you yet. I really thought. Oh, shit. <laughs> Wait, 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 when Chris and Malone came, yeah. we did, we were just looking for music to play. It was me, Chris, Malone, Faye. We're going to South Congress to uh, go to Home Slice, right? Yeah. So, I'm like, yo, what are we going to play in the car? Like, we don't just want to listen to Milan's hood booger shit the whole time. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, um, I'm just looking for playlists. And I was like, uh, when we had Chris over two weeks ago, when we did, um, when we made Brunch Form. We ended up uh, just playing a bunch of R&B music from like the 60s. We do it on YouTube. It turns into the 70s, the 80s, the 90s. So, like, that's all going. Mm-hmm. And uh, that eventually turned into like this big 90s or 80s, 90s playlist strictly R&B that I got on Apple Music. So we just played it all weekend. And basically I talked really, really long just so I could get to the breakdown because that's the part I wanted to play. And so we're going to play it. Okay. Turn it up real slow as we come back. Wait, oh wait. Here it comes, here it comes. That's the part you remember, right? Yeah. <laughs> I think we gotta tell this story. I don't even wanna tell this story, but I think we have to. Oh, yeah, we have to. <laughs> it wasn't even on purpose, I swear. I want to see some of his He was. And then with the puberty, and. Uh. I was your weaker after puberty. I don't know. All right. It's Justin Bieber. <laughs> Justin Bieber. Yo, it's the South Congress Podcast. My name is Cameron. Here are my man, Peanut. Hey. This is episode 19. Um, we didn't do an episode last week. Because or the week before. Reasons, or the week before. No, last We did it two weeks ago. We talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. All right. So, yeah. Uh, me and Peanut. Here are my man, Ronnie. Ronnie, say hi to the people. Hey, what's going on, everybody? So, yeah. Um, Ronnie, we, we were at this work thing, and one of... One of our coworkers was talking about, we were just talking about stuff, and they know I do a podcast, so they came up, so we got to talking about it, and Ronnie was interested in doing something similar, and so he was like, I want to come by, you know, see what y'all do, see how you got it set up, so Ronnie's here to see how good or bad we might be at this, so. Hopefully on the good side. <laughs> Hopefully yeah, I just had to come to bless the airways, bless your ears, and, you know, give y'all some smooth hammertones of my voice. <laughs> so, you know, I got to do a little bit, you know, I got to... Soften the blow or 
This I gotta is find my little. I gotta find my little thing. So this I is on the last episode. Tomorrow. Absolutely. All right. He's yeah, never okay. coming back. So. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. There you go. So yeah. So peanut, it's, it's been two weeks, man. Yeah. Um, since people who heard from you, they hear me on stuff or read me on stuff. Yeah. What's been going on, man? Uh, not much. I mean, like I said, we're just approaching the um the end of the the school year. You know, got four days left. Um, I mean, really, that's just about it. And then uh, and then what? What's the, what's the summer plans, man? Summer plans, uh, definitely gonna be free. <laughs> and definitely gonna be in Austin. <laughs> Why you say that? Because I do. That's the move. Yes, okay. I'm gonna be free and in Austin. Who are you? Who are you advertising to? To whoever. Are you tendering out here? If I have to, I will. <laughs> so, so okay, so I feel like I can tell this. Well, let's let's talk about the song story first. All right, go for it. So, a long time ago, long long time ago. How long ago? Um, God, yo, I can I can probably. No, nah, I don't know where it is. Um, at least ten years. Okay. Probably closer to fifteen. Back when everybody thought they could rap. Um, I may or may not have had a song to that sample. Um, <laughs> and it was actually okay. Like uh, a friend of mine who works for. Uh, oh, that's oh, you didn't know. That's what I was talking about. Yeah. Now I know. Yeah, a friend of mine who does. Um, music promotions for school more out of houston it's like her favorite song mm-hmm. and i'm like you actually like good music so why is that your favorite song but i think it was just like kind of a moment in time thing it was a thing where i was dating a girl and we broke up because i was a piece of garbage and were i was no i'm just kidding wow i was a piece <laughs> of garbage and i was basically trying to you know art my way out of the situation yeah it didn't work out so much so let me ask you this. <laughs> I hate when you ask me. No, 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 no. It's okay. actually about the song. So yeah. that that was changes, right? Yes. Okay. That's what it was. You know, a funny thing also with that. Um, when I was at Northwest Vista mm. and I had music appreciation, I definitely used that song for my project. Why would you do that? Because it was a dope song. I want my grade and my royalties. Well, you can, t- you can, you can take the fucking D. <laughs> pause. Oh, pause. Pause. Wait a minute. Pause. Oh, hey, oh. Hey, pause. Oh. Not that D. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, okay. I made a D in the class. I, oh, thank you. I, I do a Thank you, my clear. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. You can take the D. D. Whoa. Oh boy. Off to a rocky start. So, Good start. Um, <laughs> so, all right. So, I got this coworker of mine, right? Um, I've known her. She started, I think, a week after I did. So, mm-hmm. I've known her about three years. Real cool. Real good at her job. And I don't say that about many people. Most people are terrible at what they do for a living. But, mm-hmm. real good at her job. Um, she was seeing this guy for like nine years. Ooh, that's a long time. That yeah. is. Yeah. Hey, you, you guys chill out. It's okay to date for as long as you're comfortable. So, I mean, I guess. <laughs> so... <laughs> so <laughs> So, um, I get to years. a year and I'm like, that's um, a fucking celebration. They have, they have a daughter, mm-hmm. um, and just it, the, the marriage thing, just it just never quite came to that. Um, okay. So, they have been in the process of breaking up. I'd say for the last year or so. No, just do it. I've been there. I know how that goes. Yeah, I, I know how you date somebody for a few years and then it's a slow burn to the breakup. That's like hoarding. I don't see how you could do that though. 
Like, yeah. if you're going to break up, just break up. Like, hey, I'm not coming back home. <laughs> like, uh, let but me just say Kind of like Harlem Nights. But when you split the rent, Ooh. it's a little bit harder. But, um, True. so I've been, I've, I've been on a long-term breakup. It, it, it happens. <laughs> I want to know how much the rent costs. Like, because <laughs> some of these people out here just going ahead and paying this, like, low rent, get these two bedrooms. It but might be ten fifty, but at the same time, somebody ain't. But it's all stuff. You know, I, I, I graduated into a recession, so, <laughs> so, yeah, it was, it was, it was, yeah, it was. I mean, I, I we, we, you know, we're, we're cordial now. We, we applaud each other and hold each other down as long as we did. <coughs> the rent was too damn high, but uh, but yeah. no, I say had been breaking up for for a while, and then it finally came to a head, and so she's like trying to date again. Nice. Um, and but it's hard when because if you're like me, if you've been dating somebody for a long time, like I've been single since 2010. So for me to go out and try to date now would be crazy. Like it's so wild that one night we were sitting in the apartment yeah. and we downloaded Tinder to see how Tinder worked. Really? Just to see how it worked. Like, you swipe. It's, yeah. Well, no, I mean, you swipe, but, like, to see, like, when you put stuff in, who shows up and stuff like that. And it would Hoes be, show up. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the hoes do show up. Um, but it would just be, like, I, I'm, and again, I'm imagining not just dating, like, not, like, us as men dating. Yeah. Like, that shit is easy. Really, like, mm. with, well, when you're a rational person, it's easy. She like you or she don't like you. Yeah, that's true. But with women, like, they got all kinds of different things they got to worry about, right? Like? So she was like... I don't know. I'm not a woman. I just know they, that's different. But no, yeah. you got to worry about creeps on the internet. True. You got to worry about being, you know, can I meet this person in this place? Am I safe? You know what I mean? Like if, if this thing happens, are they going to say bad things about me and spread it? Like they got, they got different pressures than we got. Like know? a Walmart so, parking lot or something. Like the Walmart parking lot or something. But yeah, they got different pressures than we yeah, do. Yeah, no, that's true. So yeah. basically. I agree with you on that. Um, my coworker had been like she had tried like the online dating thing. I don't know how good or bad it worked out, but she was like, "This is weird. Like this is all strange." So then she asked me one day. She's like, "Cam, do you have um, do you have any guy friends who don't exclusively date exotic girls?" And I was like, "What the fuck does that mean? What like, does that what mean? What kind of ask is that? Yeah, yeah. But no, what, what does that she mean?" She explained it, and and what the thing about it is, it's another kind of layer of all this like she's black in Austin and that used to be 12% of the population back when you know back when I finished college yeah and now it's significantly smaller and so it's not just about like trying to date somebody black but just being black like you there's not a lot of you so you have to you do have to worry about being fetishized like there's there's stuff there mm-hmm. so I was like I was like I like my friends aren't weirdos. Like, what are you talking about? But then we had that conversation. Mm-hmm. And so, like, it was like two days ago. And I'm talking to her. I'm thinking about it. I'm like, hey, um, my best friend is single. And he likes Ding. girls. <laughs> so why don't, why don't you guys like me? And so, like, I'm talking to her about Peanut. I'm like, no, oh, Peanut's like an actual nice guy. Because Peanut definitely runs with the wolves. But he's a nice guy. I mean, he is free all summer. I am free all summer. I am free all summer. He never runs with the wolves, man. But he's 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 a good guy. And so, like, I would, <clears throat> like a, a person 
I work with, who I respect, who I value that relationship. I'm not saying that <coughs> my friends. Because <laughs> you know your friends. Like, I'm not going to have my, like, somebody I like get dogged out. It just puts you in a weird position mm-hmm. because it's going to you're going to be right in the middle. You got your boy coming when you go home. You're like, hey, what's she doing? You got her at work. Then she's going to be coming over a lot. And then you got to see them 24 7. And I mean, you already got to deal with Peanut. So we yeah. don't want to yeah. go. No, 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 no. But that's the thing, though. Peanut's, <laughs> Peanut's okay, though. Like, Peanut is the exception. He's the one where I'm like, yo, because I, even like I told her, I was like, yo, like if if you guys get along great, then great. And if you don't, he's not going to press you. Yeah, I think that's not. important to a woman, like to not have to worry about if this doesn't work out with the man, is he going to be strange to me? Or like, is it going to be a problem? Like, no. Yeah. Now, let me ask you this. Uh-huh. Did she ever talk about like just being me friends? Like, no, that's yeah, one no. of the things I would didn't. Do. So this is no, this is what I did, though. I wasn't like hey here this is my friend give me let me give him your number so you guys can go out on a date it's not what i said i was like yo like that's my man you know that like i'm really social so we'll just all hang out like on a friend type thing like we all get together and kick it like it doesn't have to be like a one-on-one thing so no it was it was Mm Is when when it's a situation where it's multiple people I have respect for and appreciation for, I'm gonna do everything I can to put them both in a good position to where even if nothing's there, it's not a strange thing. It just didn't work. Yeah, because yeah. like I'm gonna give this analogy for the listeners. It's like me because you know I'm a, a heavy set, you know, more to love kind of brother. It's not. It's like pretty much when you try to work out, which I do, ladies, holla at me, but. <laughs> When you we trying to work out, like I'm not gonna just go ahead and go to a P90S class off top. You know, I'm like, yo, this is too much. I'm gonna take a heart attack. I'm gonna get a heart attack. <laughs> you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna go ahead and ease on. So yeah, when you told her like, yo, I'm gonna give you this guy number. Y'all can just talk uh, right here and there. And yo, I'm gonna have this big gathering, big social event. So you won't feel uncomfortable. Let's go ahead and talk. Meet everybody. You know. Just no pressure because when you think about it too much, then you start thinking, what if I did this? What if I did that? And when she just need to be comfortable because, like, honestly, she got it. She's got it easy. Er, mm-hmm. but at the same time, she does have a lot to uh, worry about. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, finding people who are attracted to you is certainly easier as a woman. Mm-hmm. But attraction has a lot of levels. <laughs> so you gotta it does. Be it really does. Like, you got to be. Yeah. So. It be guys be ready to listen to the episode where I tell you about how Peanut ruined a relationship at brunch. <laughs> I won't fuck it up that bad. <laughs> he, at least I'll try not to. He but you know, mimosa on her on her white sundress, Ooh. and it was a wrap. Now you're gonna be so nervous. You're gonna be shaking your glass. You're gonna, can I get a mug, please? <laughs> Fill it up half. <laughs> <laughs> so no, um, outside of, outside of Peanut's love life over here has been cool. Um, just, just working on stuff. Um, did uh, did Wade's Monday night show. Um, I think he, he might have just stuck because it was holiday weekend. Nobody else wanted to do it, but whatever. Um, and got a whole bunch of more emails for you, me, and wrestling. It's popping right now. I guess it's crazy. I'm telling you, yeah, it's it's a great idea and it's a great thing, you know, just to, mm-hmm. you know, to hear that, you know, everybody's point of view on, you know, growing mm-hmm. up and the whole wrestling. Like, I, I think that's a really great idea. It's fun. Because really no one's is. doing it. Yeah, yeah, because nobody's really doing that. And yeah. if they're doing it, they're talking to, you know, like, you guys can't see us, but, like, WCW Thunder's on in the background. If they're doing something similar, they're talking to one of the, one of the many white men who were a part of that era. 
Like Disco Inferno. About. Yeah, they, the, Disco Inferno, exactly. You know, I would like to get his autograph. It would be kind of cool to meet him, but you know. You are the Disco Inferno. I am not Disco Inferno. <laughs> peanut, I'm not that cool. Peanut Gilberry. <laughs> you are the Disco Maybe Alex Inferno. Wright, but that's about it. Alex Wright. So, no, um, but uh, yeah, it's, it's a fun concept. It's been working out great. It's got good responses. Um, but now we're at that point where I have like, we've done five episodes. Yeah. And I still have like 30 questionnaires to like go through. So we're good up through, you know, with like the eight summer. months. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's good though. Good. But that's um, good. But the thing about it is finding, <clears throat> making sure I don't do three people who loved WWF from 1996 to 2000 in a row and all come from the same state. Like, that's, that's the difficult part. Like, okay. finding, like I, I pray somebody's like, hey, I like ECW from 94 to 98. Like, I need that guy somewhere. So, hopefully... They You're out there hollering Cameron. He's looking so, for yeah. you. Um, so, 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 no, but that's, that's fun. That's a good problem. Like, having too much content. That's always fun. Yeah. Um, yo, what I did find out, and I didn't tell you, so... Mm-hmm. Um, the web series that I'm doing... Uh, we're rehearsing basically all through the summer. Okay. But I lost my mistress. What? How? She's um uh I just think she's she's not doing it or she's doing something else. Okay. So now I have to find a way to be attracted to a new white woman. Shit. Should, should be difficult. What am I gonna do? <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was, it was crazy because she was um like she was really good. I th- yeah. I thought that she was like too young for what they wanted. Okay. But I think that's, that's me being selfish because I think in terms of me, like I'm I'm 32, and she was she might have been 22. Holy like, shit! She was young. Okay. And like, but she was yeah. But as an actress, she was good though. Like she understood the role she was playing. I just wonder how it would have played. Um, with her being that young and playing a sex worker, like that's and not like when I say sex worker, like she was an escort, and so I don't I'm not super familiar with escorts, but I assume that escorts are a little bit older. Like I I assume there's a kind of a an age gap between sugar baby and escort. True. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Sugar. I don't know. Like. I, I'm going to talk as if I don't know because mm. I don't want to be saying I know. I'm going to say, no, this is like, because I don't want y'all to think, I, you know. I'm not going to judge. We're not going to judge, you know. Thinking, like, everybody has, like, different, like, everybody go through their different things. Mm. So, I'm just saying, like, you yeah. never know. You, you can, can probably be, find yeah. somebody that's young because yeah. I... I, I I hate saying that I love watching uh, Law and Order's Special Victims Unit. I mean, you're an adult. I mean, so you right, you but <laughs> <laughs> I see a lot of uh, there's a lot of kids, a lot of uh, teenagers, and pretty much people around that age. And shoot, you never know. You can find people around that age. So 22 is not that bad. I mean, if she was just a good uh, actress, then she I, was good. Like she 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 like again like the the optics of it. And I'm more thinking in terms of how you adjust the writing because I feel like her being that young, it has to be addressed. Um, just how it look. But again, I don't know. I never got to meet the actress that was playing my wife, so that's another thing to where, like, if she, because I I feel like I look 32, but then when I do stuff on screen and you can't see the gray hairs, I look younger than 32. So. 
I, I don't know how old she would have played, but if we're both 32 and then she's that much younger, I think that the writing has to account for it. But we didn't get a final script yet. But, <clears throat> um, but no, she can absolutely be the Doogie Hauser of escorts. Nice. She can be. Um, but yeah, so we're, we're um, rehearsing all summer. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming, like one, I'm getting a new uh, mistress and hopefully I get to meet who's playing the wife because like I told you, I really want to like method this yeah. hard. Like okay. I want to know them and like know some stuff about them that they're comfortable with me knowing and use that to kind of play up the role. Uh, but I think they said they are totally rewriting it from the Shakespeare sonnets they pulled from, which I think is good because I think the language needs to be a bit more natural. But I guess if if we're doing that, um, we should be seeing seeing it in the fall. I guess. Okay. So, so yeah, I'll you know, definitely we'll tune into that. Um, I think as far as projects go, that's kind of all I got going. Um, you know, work, working on the summer body out here, trying not to eat too many uh, tasty cakes. That's what I need to do. <laughs> that's what you got to do. Yeah. You brought me. Shut up. You brought me red beans and rice and Popeyes. Hey, but we got that's from the block party thing. But you, but you know, the, the red beans and rice and the dirty rice is homemade. I mean, okay, you can kill people in your house. So? A lot of people died at home. Hey, <laughs> if I eat, the homie's going to eat too. <laughs> I do appreciate it. We, we all eat, baby. We all we eat. We all eat. So, the big thing that we missed in, in our absence, mm-hmm. we got we got Drake and Pusha T going at it uh, hard. Yep. So, everybody's kind of been talking about W Freestyle. Yeah. Talking about the story of Added On. Like, so everybody's been doing it. Of course. What I want to oh, do, and what I was talking about on Facebook, kind of give people a timeline of where all this stuff comes from, right? Okay. And, and I can't take credit for it because, um, let's see, uh, Brian Joseph said Vulture made a timeline of this. So if you go to Vulture.com, just search Drake and Pusha T, and you can kind of see a whole text version of this. But I'll just kind of take you through it in slow motion. Summarize it. Um, 2010, Drake's a really big Clips fan, right? Um, just talking about all his favorite groups. And he bought a $200 microphone signed by Pusha T on eBay. So he's a big Pusha T fan at that point, right? Yeah, a lot of people are. And so then, 2011, Drake drops that song, Dreams Money Can Buy, mm-hmm. um, where he's basically talking about, like he says this line uh, about how all his favorite rappers either lost it or they ain't alive. So you go from talking about how you're a big fan of this guy to how everybody you like, you know, doesn't have it. And Ouch. when he was quoted, he said, my favorite rappers weren't moving me at the time. So, you know, a couple of things there. They also don't wear capes either. What's the point? <laughs> then in 2011, uh, Pusha T takes Drake's beat for the song Don't Fuck With Me that he made, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and he said he wasn't targeting anybody in the song. Um, but he basically says sophomores acting like they boss lords whose swag don't match their sweaters. And it was like, okay. But he says it wasn't talking about anybody, you know, at the time. Um, 2011, Drake gets on Hot 97. Um, so he's saying it's a frustrating time for right now in in music. And he talks about this song, Don't Fuck With Me, how people thought that there were some shots at him. And he was like, I've never had an issue with him. Um... But a lot of rappers are frustrated right now. So if it's directed at me, make it more direct next time. So, you know, this is, you know, 2011, he's going at it. So then, 
May 2012, that's when Exodus 23-1 comes out. And that's when Pusha starts talking about Cash Money's money. And he says, contract all fucked up. I guess that means you all fucked up. You signed to one nigga, then signed to another nigga. That signed to three niggas, now that's bad luck. Because, of course, Drake signed to Wayne, who signed to Baby, who has a deal under Universal. So, get into the money. Don't Ain't Republic is somewhere in that? Um, yeah, episode? Ain't yeah. probably before that, yeah. yeah. And so yeah. then, uh, <laughs> when that song comes out, you know what Wayne tweeted? What did he tweet? Fuck Pusha T and anybody who love him. <laughs> So then he drops a song and Pusha T's like, that song sucks. Um, and so then Drake drops some bars on Pusha T on, on um, Tuscan Leather. And then Pusha T and Ablog will go with Drake on Suicide. And then Pusha goes back at them 2016 with a freestyle. And then... 2016, Drake drops Two Birds, One Stone, where he comes at uh, Cuddy, and then he comes at Push T. Okay, and then now we get to Infrared and W Freestyle. Okay. And probably the only thing that's not included in this that needs to be addressed, oh, and they actually he actually does do it before he starts with the time. So my one of my favorite albums of all time is the Clips' Hell Hath No Fury. That was a good one. And that was a really good album. So, Mr. Me Too is about Wayne. That's the thing where if you know it, you know it, but if you don't know it, you don't know it. But Mr. Me Too was about Wayne. Um, let me see if I can find the exact line. Let's see. I, I think I re- uh, was looking at that. One is something like because of what they was wearing or yes. at the time. I was like, man, how you could go ahead? Like, you really, uh, you know what, I'm just leaving it alone. No, it's, (laughs) because it's, because Drake wasn't wearing that. Um, So, this is what it was. And was it, was it, I don't know if it was Malice or if it was Pusha. Somebody's going to kill me for this. But basically, and he says, you want to know the time? Better clock us. Niggas bite the style from the shoes to the watches. We cloud hoppers. Tailor suits like we mobsters. Break down keys and the dimes and sell them like gobstoppers. Yeah, that was it. So it was niggas bike the bike the style from the shoes to the watches, and they just had a bunch of lines in there about babe and like you know because Wayne was all of a sudden wearing a bathing ape after you know that's right. Push T would wear that a lot. Yeah, yeah. after the clips that's right. been doing it for a while. So I mean, I feel like none of that was personal because I mean that's rap. You know what I mean? Like that's somebody's biting you, you address it. Um, but so now we get to 2018 and then basically infrared drops and pushes he coming at Drake's neck a little bit and then I he think, came direct yeah, yeah. yeah I think Drake thought that he was gonna dismiss Pusher like he dismissed McMill McMill mm-hmm. I think he thought that and so like you know he's talking stuff on uh, on Duppy Freestyle and then the story of Adidon comes out I mean. Peanut, hmm. you were hiding a child. Like, how do you say that about somebody on a rap song? You well, just do it. You are hiding a child. Like basically saying, like that's yeah, going right. That's going right for the throat right there. It's it's amazing. Yeah. Um. And then 
to hear him on uh, Big Boy in the Morning just basically say, like, okay, like, I'm starting to understand that Drake has real family issues. Like, his parents were never married. His dad left. And he struggles with racial identity and just really, like, a lot. And so, I mean, here we are. Like, I don't know where Drake goes from here. Uh, Counts his money. Interesting. But, you, I mean, you say that, but you got you to gotta understand. Drake did a press release to say, to talk about why he took pictures in blackface. Well, actually, he just made a, little, a statement on the ground. Well, no. <laughs> no, when I say press release, he <laughs> yeah. typed it up in notes and put it out. That's a press release in 2018. Which means he's in his feelings about it. And, you know, exactly. So I understand that the reaction would be like, okay, well, he's just going to count his money because he's rich. That's the thing. Right now, he's trying not to fuck up his money. Yeah. Because Pusha T comes well, out no, and I mean, says, he's going to get money regardless. Well, but the thing about rap is this. Yeah. At one point, Nelly went diamond. Yeah. What is Nelly doing right now? Chilling. <laughs> If we could go ahead and get on Real Husbands and Housewives. <laughs> yeah, you feel me? Like, <laughs> but last time I checked, that was canceled. So, exactly. So, like, I hear what you're saying. Nelly's chilling, but, like, this stuff can dry up. But he, he has he has different cool fan base, though. You got to understand. No. Drake? Drake has a different fan base than Nelly did yes. when we were coming up? Well, no. Drake Drake has, like, that gentrified fan base. Who do you think Nelly had? He had everybody. Nah, y'all, y'all keep it a buck. All right, you're okay. not selling 10,000 albums I'm gonna or 10 million albums. Out. I'm going to throw this people. out. Drake True. is in a position where he low key, if he doesn't make it in rap, yo, he still does uh, R and B. So True. we but, can't but, but, we no, can't no, no, say no. that. I, you're right, but like yeah, I'll give you that can't, one. You can't separate the two. Drake can't go, and this is not saying what he can do. We're talking about people's mindsets. Mm-hmm. Drake as an artist can't do strictly R and B because you got to remember Drake came up under Fontaine's little brother. Like, that's his inspiration. He could mathematically just do R&B. But Drake, personally, for his own credibility and satisfaction, can't do that. Like, people who make it that far, we have to understand that they can't take that step back. To say, okay, I took this L, I'm just going to sit over here and do this. Nobody does that voluntarily. You know what I mean? Like... He could just drop hotline blings forever and always be good, but imagine you try to do that and then every rapper's clowning you for how you got pushed out of the game forever and ever. I don't think he can stomach that. Um, it would be cool if he could. I don't think he can. So he'll still get paid though. But I mean, you you're not wrong about still getting paid, but just like I'm telling you, yeah, Nelly was getting paid. Nelly was making all the money in the world. Yeah, at the end of the day, it'll be coming out of respect because pretty much, you know, he could go ahead and say, I'm going to dismiss this. When he comes back with another track, let somebody go say, uh, drop a line like, I'll do you like I did Drake or something like that. Drake is going to be that meme he, that everybody talks about. And he can't stomach that. Like, yep. he can't take that. He likes can't. And because, he can't do it. He, and because he's, he, that's how he finishes off people. He does the memes and all that shit. Yeah, but you're not going to meme and push a T. That's no, the no, Push T's too real. He's too real for that shit. Yeah, he's real for that shit. So here's the thing. Pusha yeah. is a person that barely has any skeletons in his closet. Yeah. And 
he's a person you don't want to fuck with because fuck no. he don't give a fuck. No, he don't. Drake, you have so many things that you need to like strategically think. You have to talk to your team. You got to probably talk to your uh, PR people because you're doing a lot of things. You're doing the ESPYs. You're doing um, Saturday Night Live. You're pretty much going here. You're going there. You're doing, you know, God's plan and all that stuff. But at the same time, you got to think, if you don't think this right, you could potentially fall on your ass. Because here's the thing, and this is why I I was so happy when you started um, bringing this up. Because the fact that we still haven't heard anything from Drake. And it's been a while. The thing I think, the what I think about is, like, it's either one, Drake is not going to go ahead and go in the uh, ring again. Mm-hmm. Or he's literally contemplating what he's going to do because the fact that he, if he wants to go ahead and go back in, he got to get more stuff on Pusha T. Pusha T put him out there and said, mm-hmm. stop talking about Kanye. Mm-hmm. I called your ass out. You bring it all to me. He didn't really have that much of stuff. And then at the same, and another thing that I also want to go ahead and bring out that, you know, Drake, the one who brought the family in. So, yeah, mm-hmm. call out that man fiance. Like, you can't do you, you ask for the smoke. You ask for, <laughs> the, ask smoke. for the smoke. Yeah, I mean, hey, hey, good luck, kid. Like, I think he would be best served to just step back, <laughs> call step, a draw, and just call, yeah, step back, take hold that L. Yep, and go ahead and put your uh, drop, drop your pushy uh, T is not one to fuck with, <laughs> and uh, be nice to your baby mama. That's, I mean, hey, everybody. Hey, you know, everybody got a pass and shoot. Yeah. Just because yeah. you're a stripper, yeah, we all do. Hey, you know, T-Pain was in love with a stripper. Yeah. Hey, I'm going to tell somebody. I'm telling somebody. His baby mama, his Drake baby mama definitely looks like Sandra Bernhardt in the face. Yes. But guess what, though? What? I'll still love her. Like, I can't. She got that ass. She got that ass. That's the thing, though. Like, people, like, I'm, I'm, I'm the type of person, I will say something. Like, if somebody's conventionally unattractive or I don't like their face. I don't have a problem saying that. I also don't have a problem saying I find them attractive. It can be both. You know how I knew today was going to be a good day? Why? When I woke up. Um, so every time I wake up, like, you know, check my alarm, get on Facebook and shit, I follow Worldstar. Yeah. As soon as I hit that app, first thing that pops up, Worldstar had a, um, like, a little, like, compilation uh, video of, like, Drake's baby mama, yeah. like, post. I was like. That's not gonna be a good day. Wow. Yeah, she's. Uh, and I definitely watched that shit. She's, she's, she's definitely Sandra Bernhardt in the face, yes. but she's definitely an attractive lady. Yes. It could be both. Yeah. Like, Sarah J looks like Triple H in the face. I'm not going. All right. Before, <laughs> I mean. God damn it. Tell me, tell me Sarah J uh, doesn't look like Triple H oh, in the come face. Come on, man. Tell me Sarah J is not a multiple time Royal Rumble winner. I'm just going to stay silent. They know, they what is, know. They know. <laughs> They know, they know, they know. What is your favorite, is your favorite Sarah J Undertaker match? Is it WrestleMania 17? Mm. <laughs> God damn you. She, I mean, tell me she don't. Tell me she doesn't look like Triple H in the face. I'm not disputing long. it. I'm not going to dispute it. Because you're right. Nah, we need... I need to get on... Uh... <laughs> I'm definitely gonna edit a video her doing her thing to the Triple H's theme song. He tried to play the game, dick hitting her in the forehead and shit. It's gonna be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be great. So, um. Ronnie, you have something you wanted to say, man? <laughs> Go ahead, Peter. I'm good. I'm good. So, speaking of like hip hop and everything, so. 
whenever you next do that uh, that breakfast thing that you know that we did that one time last month, uh-huh. I'm making it my goal to get in touch with Foxwell. Do you know why? He has a copy of Forty Below. Oh God! And we are gonna play that shit. We are not. Yes, we are. We are not doing. We are gonna. I'm gonna play for Chris. I'm playing for Chris. We are playing it. It's a bad plan. He has around this. Sh- you know, I'm going to pull it up where he has where Brandon Pryor said about there's some hoes in my hood. Say tap in my hood. Somebody was I was like, yes. Yo. Somebody was like, yo, that I got that uh, CD with you and Brandon Pryor was freestyling. You were nice, but he was trash. I was like, that's why he went to acoustic music. Like, he, he knew what he was doing. It was time to switch it up. Yeah. Not everybody's supposed to rap. It's not how it works. Fox has a copy of it. I got to get that copy. Even if we don't play it here, just to have it. Peanut, I ran a poll. Yeah. I said, what movie mm-hmm. would you all like me to give a 100% accurate line for line, scene for scene retelling of? What'd you get? Child's Play 3. Wow. Mm. Which one? Is that the one where he's grown up and goes to that military shit? Or? It is. Okay. Would you like to hear my 100% I would. accurate I would love that one because that's one of my favorite ones. Go ahead. Why is that one of your favorite ones? Because, like, the way he fucked with that drill sergeant, that dude's like, oh, you need a haircut. And he's like, you know, he's about to cut his hair. And then he's like, you know, cuts his fucking neck. And he's like, presto, you're dead. That's just funny to me. That shit's always been funny to me ever since it happened. All right, so check it out. Here's what happened, right? So, it's 1998. This is like eight years after the second time Chucky died, right? Mm-hmm. So, the company that makes Chucky, they have finally beat off all the bad publicity. I mean, they probably did beat off too. I'm assuming that they made so. as well. But basically, they put a bunch of white people in the boardroom, and they was like, yo, we know we had a doll who killed a bunch of people, but we got to get this money. We need to sell these toys. So, they start making the toys again, right? For some reason, instead of just opening a new factory, they go back to the old factory, right? Why? Because they're cheap. So, they go back to the old factory, they open that again, and for some reason, they mix Chucky's blood into the plastic they use to make the new dolls, right? So... Um, cause he had really strong Native American genes and he was one with the land. Was he now? Yeah. So his soul remained intact in the blood. <clears throat> like he was in the vessels, right? So yep. they mix him in the batch and then they make a new doll. And so then Chucky's back, right? Okay. And so for some reason, the first doll off the line mm-hmm. is the one that has Chucky's blood in it. And so they give it to the CEO, right? He's a creep. He lives in the penthouse, but he got like toys and stuff everywhere, but there ain't no kids nowhere. So I got questions about him off the rip, right? Yeah. So Chucky, while this dude's like playing with, he's like watching TV or something. Chucky made the trains come on. He made the Transformers come on. He made the Barbie star running around. Buzz and Woody was there too. They was doing that thing. And then Chucky kills the CEO with a nine iron. So he got him the fuck out of there, right? Okay. So he's dead. And to me, as soon as he dies, I know all these people have died. I'm doing an investigation. All right. We got to find out where Andy is. Because he's been chasing Andy for two decades. We got to find Andy. 
But nah, they can find Andy. So now he's actually at this military school, right? Yeah. Oh, you know who played Andy? Who played Andy? Did you watch uh, Lois and Clark: The Adventures of Superman? I don't think I did know. You're trash. It was Jimmy Olsen. But anyway, um, so he's at the military. school, I used to have right? a manager named Jimmy Olsen. <laughs> Why? I, I really did. Why did you have a manager named Jimmy Olsen? It was just right that was his story. name. Yeah. <laughs> right. just... No, that was really his name. His name was Jimmy Olsen. He's funny as fuck. Hey, y'all, Ernest Cat Miller just knocked me on 05 the fuck out. It was pretty cool. All right, so... <laughs> so he knows that... So Andy got, like, a long rap sheet. He's been in all these foster homes, right? Yeah. And he can't adjust. Y'all, how are you supposed to adjust? When just this adjust. killer doll that killed everybody around you got your mama sent upstate because they think she's crazy, but, like, you're supposed to, like, trust these new people. To me, Andy was doing y'all a favor by not being normal. Because if he settles down with y'all, then Chucky's eventually going to come find you and kill you. True. To That's help true. Out, right? Yeah. All right. But then uh, Andy meets this little boy, uh, Tyler, who has the worst edge up of all time. Did you see this little boy's hairline? I did. You know how like some people got the widow's peak? Yeah. He had the widower's peak because his shit went backwards like that. <laughs> that shit was fucked up. <laughs> they put a mountain range on my man Tyler's hair, right? <laughs> oh, my God. So it's him... Is Whitehurst this is super lame dude, yeah. And then uh, De Silva, you know, who played uh, because you've seen Child's Play 3, you know, who that yeah. is the girl who is it, Ari's wife on Entourage, really? Yeah, wow, you know what I'm talking about? I think so, yeah, it's Ari's wife on Entourage, right? So then they got this dickhead lieutenant colonel, like you know, like the oh, yeah, that also, yeah, 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 he was fucked up, and he was picking on my man, but so Andy gets there, and then. Chucky gets himself uh, Amazon to the school. Okay. It was like two-day delivery. It was crazy. So then the little boy, Tyler, has to take the package to Andy. Mm -hmm. And then Tyler breaks a federal law and opens the package. How you gonna open my man package? It wasn't even for you. I didn't know black people stole mail. But anyway, so he goes and he opens the door. Um, he went to the cellar to open it. Why is this little kid hanging out in the cellar? I have no idea. I have questions. I do too. Yeah. Okay, but then Chucky bust out the package like, ah, oh, surprise, motherfuckers, it's me. I'm back. And then the rule is, you know, Chucky can only possess the very first person who sees his true nature. Yeah. And it was tied with his arm. So Chucky's like, all right, guess I'm going to be black this time around, right? <laughs> so... <laughs> That's what you want. All right. So then Chucky starts to do the damn the voodoo on him, right? Yeah. He's like he's summoning the shit all in the air, and then the damn Colonel comes in, and he's like, "Yo, what are you doing?" He's like, "Oh, I'm playing with this doll." He's like, "You don't play no damn dolls at this school." So then he takes the doll, he takes Chucky by the hand, mm -hmm. and he throws him in the garbage truck. Movie over. Twenty minutes in, baby. We good. No more Chucky, right? Yeah. Wrong. Because garbage man driving away, and Chucky's like, help, help, sir, I'm stuck. And the garbage man like, fuck it, I already got, you know, a couple of uh, hits on my license. I can't be killing no kid. So then he gets out, and he's looking for Chucky, and then he actually goes into the back of the truck to find him. Chucky asks and slid out the front, and then he hit the button on him like they did Shredder and Ninja Turtles 1. That's right. And so then... They killed his ass. He was being a good dude. And he got taken the fuck out by Chucky. So then, 
Chucky makes his way back to the school, and this is when the shit pops off, right? So, Chucky jumped Andy, and he said he's going to take Tyler's soul. How about when he pulled up on Andy, Andy had porno on him? But this is like 98, so it was still the magazines. He wasn't on like Pornhub. He was trash. <laughs> so then... No type action. Yeah, man. You gotta, <laughs> yo, can I just say this real quick? Can I, can I do a little sidebar? What's up? I appreciate like everybody like older than us. Because they're fucking jacking off to some bullshit. <laughs> like, yeah. I was talking to... I mean, we were on Twitter or something, and somebody was talking about like masturbating the pictures. I was like... Nigga, why? Why would I ever do that? What is that going to do? Yeah, they were like, you too good to masturbate the pictures? Yes. <laughs> I actually am too good for that. They be doing off of memories. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I remember yeah. that time I got out the shower. Oh, yeah. yeah. I remember. I remember. The girl that worked at McDonald's. The way she tossed up them fries. Oh, my God. Fuck all that shit. She threw that salt like she knew she did. <laughs> she did it. Oh, my God. I'm definitely not masturbating to anything that uh, doesn't come with an ad for video game porn on it. Yo, do you? Yeah, you know you can skip the ad after like five seconds. Yeah. Sometimes I don't be skipping the ad because I want to know how much work they put into this. Like they be having like full 3D models. It'd be like uh, like eight dudes from Soul Calibur. They really do be trying though. From Final Fantasy. No, like, hey, no, they try. Trust me. That's some pretty good uh, CGI you did there. Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah, but you know. <laughs> but as soon as like Marge Simpson walking moles uh, in super high heels, I'm like, now nah, hit the button, hit the button, hit the button. <laughs> no, my child, hit the button. All right. So back to this child's play, right? <laughs> All right. So. Andy was about to whoop Chucky's ass. Mm-hmm. He was about to beat the brakes off Chucky. He been waiting for this shit for eight years. Oh yeah. Shelton came in, the punk ass lieutenant colonel, and he took Chucky. And then um, Andy tried to get it back by sneaking into Shelton's room, and Shelton caught him. And then everybody gotta uh, go outside, and they gotta walk like in a circle with the guns over their head on some bullshit, right? Mm-hmm. And then uh, Chucky found Tyler, and they play a hide and go seek. But Chucky's about to, like, get him. He's about to take his body. And then they get interrupted again. And then Cochran is confronted by Chucky. Chucky got the knife. So Chucky's about to kill the colonel, right? Yeah. Bitch-ass colonel had a heart attack. Chucky ain't even stab him. He just had a heart attack. That's right, he did. And Chucky was like, that was easy. Fuck it. That's it. So you know how Chucky made up for it? I do. Killed the shit out that barber, boy. Now, I don't approve of evil dolls killing people. However, barbers who refuse to give you the proper edge, I'm not saying kill them, but maybe just cut them a little. Yeah. Just a little bit. Like, no veins. Teach them a Yeah, you know. Yeah. Push they wig back a little bit. <laughs> Yo, you know who that was who played the barber? Who was it? The same dude who played the husband in Hellraiser. Nigga. Let me tell you. So imagine, like, it's like 1983. Um, your credit's really good. You bought, like, a new house. You didn't marry this lady. You take care of her. Your daughter's off in college. And your bitch-ass brother, who don't even got a job but has abs, then took your wife and convinced her to kill you after he's already dead because he was playing with a puzzle box and he's trying to get out of hell. But he don't got no skin. But he's still fucking your wife. And so she's luring dudes back to the crib so he can take their body and then you the last one. 
all you did was treat her right, and now your brother, whose only muscles and blood, then took her, so she can fuck him again, in the house that you bought. That's kind of trash. Yeah, it is trash. I'd be mad. But that's no excuse to give bullshit ass haircuts on the military base. Yeah, so I I'm agree. Glad he got his. Fuck yeah. him. Yeah. How you push a black man wig back like that? <laughs> For the record, I need to watch this damn movie because I've never just, seen it. No, I, I'm so lost. I'm like, you I'm telling you, I'm like, I'm telling you, 100%. I honestly think yeah. you're just making this. No, up no, no, this is really the movie. I like, I, no. I know I've seen it. I, it's just been a long time, so maybe I need a little good refresher. Oh, sorry. So, because I'm not one person, I'm one and done. So this is probably the reason why I don't remember. Well, I mean, like I said, this is a hundred percent accurate retelling, scene for scene. Nothing I've said has been made up or fabricated. It's actually a great movie. Okay, so... <laughs> <laughs> so, they didn't kill the colonel, right? Yeah. But then, they decide that they're still going to do the war games, right? Okay. So, Andy and Shelton are on the same team. Chucky didn't replace the blank bullets with real bullets. Right? Yeah. So, Chucky got on Tyler. Tyler, the little boy, stabbed Chucky with a pocket knife and left. And he tried to find Andy because he knew the shit was jumping off, right? Mm-hmm. So then Chucky beat up Ari's wife. Um, he held her hostage. And he did this to get the teams to try to save her, right? Yeah. And so the red team crowded up on everybody. And they didn't know that they had live rounds. So they ended up killing Lieutenant Colonel Shelton. Now, he's a dickhead, but he didn't deserve to die. You know what I'm saying? Um, so Tyler actually escaped while this is going on, and then Chucky threw a grenade at the uh, at the cadets who were arguing because of the guns. Right? How about the nerd dude Whitehurst jumped on top of the grenade and saved everybody? I remember that. That's yeah. pretty noble, I guess. I laugh at that shit every time. <laughs> that man, that man was definitely afraid of Chucky and ended up saving everybody. Okay. I would not save shit. For the so, record. Like like all good movies, it yep. ends up at a fake haunted house at a carnival, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, Tyler's trying to get the security guard to help him. But he's like, yo, help me. Chucky's coming. Chucky killed his ass. And then he kidnapped Tyler. And so Chucky ended up shooting Kristen. And then it's just Andy and Chucky squaring off, right? Mm-hmm. So Tyler got knocked the fuck out. And Chucky's about to possess him. But then Andy shot Chucky's ass up. Chucky tried to kill Andy. But then he cuts off Chucky's hand. And drops him into a giant fan and it mutilates him. And then Andy gets arrested and they take Kristen to the hospital. But Andy got arrested like for questioning. But he's he's cool, you know. Yeah. They finally got Chucky's ass. So yeah, that's a hundred percent exactly what happened in the movie. I remember it. Um, yeah, just like and then it. Bride and Chucky came. Mm-hmm. And so Chucky finally got him some pussy. I don't know how he I saw that movie I saw that movie in theaters. With we uh, were that age, weren't we? I saw it with uh, Stephen Hobby. Oh, okay. And Adam. I didn't know who you were going to say, because my next question was going to be, did you beat? No, not in that situation. Definitely not. <laughs> okay. Not Steve, Hobby, or Adam, no. I saw Curse of Chucky, mm-hmm. like, the first one that came out on Netflix. Oh, that shit was... Mm. I, was I, I thought it was good, but it was. I was so fucking upset. Like, how, Chucky, how you got the girl in the wheelchair taking the blame for all of this? Like, all these people you killed that didn't even have to die. I saw, like, 20 minutes in, I stopped it. I said, fuck this. Yeah, I saw Colton Chucky, too. That one was trash. Yeah, but, that, yeah. too. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> yo, you know what? Yo, this great movie that we talked about, you know yeah. what they got on Rotten Tomatoes? What? 23%. That's it? 
It got a 3.9 out of 10. Why? Because it's trash. I mean, <laughs> it was actually not bad. Did y'all just listen, hear what y'all was talking about the whole time? I did. Like, that makes for a great movie. Listen to the movie. I no, that makes for a great movie. It's garbage. No, it's not. Like, it's for a great bro, movie. I'm dead serious. Like I don't remember this, but just from you retelling every single thing, I'm like, yo, the dude don't have no skin. He abs and muscles. Well, that's Hellraiser, but still. But either way, just, <laughs> just too much going on. I'm like, nah, bro, it was trash. Like, I'm going to say like this. That's the movie right now we can say that was our childhood. But right now, if you think about it, like, just watch it again. I'm like, yo, this is so trash. I remember the days that I watched this, but this is trash. That shit used to always come on uh, the WB. USA. No, it came on the, that channel. It came on the WB. It came on a uh, box a couple times, like uh, all that shit. I was like, "What?" The? I'll watch every time it came on. No, I, yeah, like, I'm going to watch it tonight. Yes, guys exactly. But I'm, watching, I'm watching this shit. <laughs> We're gonna turn it right back. I'm gonna watch it. Yes, and, and compare my notes. Exactly. Um. So yeah. Um. If you have a movie that you want me to give a 100 percent accurate retelling of, shoot an email to southcongress at gmail dot com. South Congress with a K. S O U T H K O N G R E S S at gmail.com. Um, I really wanted to do Blade 2. They wouldn't let me do Blade 2. Mm. I really wanted to do Lion King. They wouldn't let me do Lion King. Why not? That's a good one. But you know why? Because people don't want to accept that Scar's politics weren't so bad. With that said, <laughs> it's been the South Congress Podcast, episode 19. Peanut, before we leave, anything you want to talk about? cover no just i want to reiterate again that uh for the summer i'm going to be free except no 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 (laughs) no okay in the daytime i'm not going to be because i'm be like you know helping out with the workouts and shit but evenings i'm be free like you know to go out do whatever so i'll be free in austin available for some some evening runs at town lake sure you gonna fly some kites i'll do whatever gonna get some uh some low-fat yogurt no uh, no i won't do that shit that, that's where the line is? That's where I draw the line. Friend. I'll do that gluten-free shit, so. I'm Mexican. I'll do that shit, dude. Ronnie, did you enjoy your first time here at South Congress Podcast? Yes, I'm glad y'all was here for my first time. You know, I like the way y'all showed me the way. Pause on all of this. <laughs> Just saying that you two guys have brought a lot out of me, and, you know. It was a really I'm, good show. I'm just glad that, you know, you were here. You assisted. You grabbed me. And brought me here. Guys, thank you for tuning in. Um, you'll, you'll never hear Ronnie again on one of these ever again. Um, no. Okay, I, I grabbed just, him. But no, Ronnie, thanks for being no, here. No, I had a good time. Thank you for uh, having me, man. This is Always, anytime. And like, yo, whenever I get my little stuff um, popping off, y'all might hear me. I But at the same time, I got to come back and show some love. This is uh, so hilarious. Don't get me wrong, it gets to the point where y'all talk about um, wrestling, and I'm like, I'm going to sit this one out. Which isn't a bad thing. But it's all right. I I, I respect it. It's just the fact that, you know, we didn't have cable back then, so I couldn't really uh, talk about it too much. That'll do it. That'll do it. Um, Hey, guys. Anybody uh, hear that new Kanye West album? Me neither. Bye. (laughs)
The South Congress podcast is a lifestyle show that sometimes crosses over into mature territory. The views expressed are those of the host and guests who come from different backgrounds and experiences. Listener discretion is advised.